Peace, power, and prosperity, family. This is Amir, the Chicago crypto hustler, Bitcoin block bully, coming to you once again with an early rising show of coffee and crypto, Financial Fridays. How we doing out there? Um, to all my listeners, all my viewers right now, those watching in um, YouTube, Facebook world, especially those that will be listening later on on the New Money Matrix podcast, um, which is able to be heard on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, a couple other uh, streaming platforms. Right now, we got a pullback in the market. Bitcoin trading at 11,154. Ethereum, 292. Um, and I'm looking at another platform as of right now, as I am in an active trade, which is up 21.3% as of right now on a short position on, what is this? This is Ethereum. And if we come over and we take a look at Bitcoin. We're up 29.35% on that one. So, just getting some quick scalping out. Getting some quick scalping out. Um, let me see. In fact, you know what I need to do? Before we come over there, let me, try, let me actually set a trailing stop on Ethereum. Just to ensure any type of... Uh, Wild price movements that may come while I'm live. So let's do a stop at maybe every three dollars. There we go. Alright, so let me come over here. Let me see who I got checking in with me on both sides of the fence. I know it's early right now. Peace, peace, peace. Islam Ali. Brother Patrick, what's going on? Brother Denari, peace, peace, peace. How how's everybody doing out there? Let's see who I got checking in on the YouTube side of things. TJ Malat, what's going on? Joe Dilla. Look at those compared to BTC. I looked at it. We'll take another look at those compared to BTC. You mean compared to BTC or uh, against BTC? I mean, we can see right now Doge is up uh, 19.65% while BTC is down uh, 5%. And this is just uh, straight news FOMO type. Doge ain't on shit. That's not going to last. Um, getting off into the news. First thing we got going on with all eyes on Bitcoin, right? Everybody looking at the Bitcoin price. It's another crypto that's up over 800% this year. And I'm talking about going crazy. Now, more so interesting, there's another coin that doesn't even get any type of attraction. Let me see if they even got any uh, news on this coin. This coin's up over a couple thousand percent within the last couple of months. Let's see if we got any type of Thor coin price reaches 1700. And see, this is a, they don't even talk about Thor coin. It's crazy. When we come over real quick, I want to uh, slide over here and take a look at Thor coin real quick and show y'all what the. Uh, you know what the big industry in the big industry insiders ain't talking about, but maybe profiting off of. Hold on, give me one second. Let me grab this coconut water. How's everybody doing today? How's everybody doing today on this holy divine day that we're entering? Let's look up Thor coin versus United States dollar.
There we go. Nice little descent. And we can see from literally, what is this right here? This is February 20th, 2019. Thorcoin was trading at a price of $2.83. It went from $2.83, which was February 14th, 2019. Once again, let me reiterate that. And went up to a price of $2,000. What was that? $21.24. For those that don't understand, that means for every $2, we'll say, what was the low? The low is 24 cents. Hold on, what? $14. Actually, it wasn't even that. The low on February 19th was actually 78 cents. The high was 100 bucks. It opened at 78 cents. <laughs> Closed at $100, right? All in this one day. Let's... Okay, here we go. Now we got some regular price action. $5, $1, 33 cents. So yeah, um, just the whole month of February, this thing was trading between, you know within a couple of dollars to a couple of pennies. Shot up to two thousand bucks, holding this gains right now above seventeen hundred dollars right now. Holding this gains, not a pump and dump. You don't see this right here with pump and dumps. You understand what I mean? This is nice, solid, crazy, but organic growth. Riding the seven-day EMA. No, excuse me. Riding the seven-day moving average, coming down to test the twenty-one-day EMA every once in a while. Which this is a, a, a normal moving average. This is an exponential moving average that is coming down and testing. Coming down and possibly retesting, trying to retest the 55-day moving average, but not even getting any type of traction. That 21-day EMA seems to have this thing in a nice grip with a nice support. So, I mean, these are just, I mean, imagine the, 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 the profit. Let, let's, do, let's do the math. Let's say 100 bucks. We'll say $2.83, right? We're up right now 61,256%. We're not even counting in the whole, you know, 2,000 gains. So 61,629%, right? What was it, 61,296%? You would have turned the hundred dollars into six point one million. Six million one hundred and twenty nine thousand six hundred dollars. I mean this ain't bullshit. Like I hope you don't think like this is a game or anything. These are the facts. This is mathematics, you know what I'm saying? It's trading evenly and holding its gains at seventeen hundred dollars from two dollars and thirty three cents. So I mean, but this is the stuff that's not talked about out in the open air. before hearing it here, how many of you have heard about uh Hold on. I'm not. We there. Let me make sure everything's being seen. Okay, yeah, it's caught up. Let me see. Yeah, Doge funny. Yeah, you can definitely make some money, though. Miss Nash, how we doing? It's, it's, it's still hilarious. Good morning. What's going on, Mr. Boogie? Castro, peace, 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 power and prosperity. Grand Rising. I was able to stack some stats off of FOMO FUD. It was a quick maneuver, though, just hilarious for that reason. Definitely, definitely. Happy Holy Divine Day, brother here. Oh, yeah, you can definitely uh, make money off of FUD. That's what you're supposed to do. Buy the room and sell the news, right? Chris Thomas, what's going on? 
Brother L, Brother Callum, what's going on? Peace, peace, peace. Mr. Thomas, what's the word? So let's go ahead and get off into some stories real quick. Let me see. What are we going to kick it off with? Let's get into the story about Link, which is pretty much, I believe, is what they're speaking on. Uh, the story goes on to say the Bitcoin price has roughly tripled since the uh, start of last year. And most people have associated the price movements with the hype around Facebook upcoming Libra cryptocurrency. Even though Libra is different from Bitcoin, and I want a lot of individuals to understand and understand that, that Libra is not Bitcoin. You understand what I'm saying? It's not a rival of Bitcoin either. What Libra is going to attempt to become is a stable currency utilized on the um, digital platforms to be used in different markets in different countries and backed by a basket of different fiat currencies. Now, I don't know if we all know what's going on with the different fiat currencies. In fact, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to uh, actually, uh, what was that, Cointelegraph? I'm going to cover that story today again. Just so we all have, have knowledge of what's going on right now in the wide world of money. Or what we call money, but what is not actually money. What is just uh, a government decreed note utilized for uh, transactions. Not buying or owning anything, but discharging and offsetting debt. So let me see. Where was that story at? Was it Cointelegraph? Here it is. So we'll be going over... Uh, which I, I covered this once already on an uh, early, early burst... Uh, Recording that I did yesterday around 5 a.m. You can hear it on the podcast and go watch it on the uh, Bit Patreon page. We'll cover this story also. In fact, we'll do that before we get into the Brazilian bank uh, story. Hold on, give me one second. Give me one second. All right, so we got the New Money Matrix podcast up and running. Let me give a shout out real quick. Okay, there we go, there we go. Alright, so it goes on to say, Bitcoin has uh, roughly tripled since the start of the year. And most people have associated the price movements with the hype around the whole Libra thing. While Bitcoin has been on the tier this year, nearly all the major altcoins have not been able to keep up with the world's first, biggest, and most popular cryptocurrency. In fact, what they're saying... Oh, hold on. What we leave off at... Uh, in fact, Bitcoin SV and Chainlink are the only two alternative tokens to be up against Bitcoin over the past three months, according to Longhash. Now, I'm going to tell you what's real funny about that. For those that may not know, um, for those that may not know, Bitcoin SV was actually delisted from Binance a while back. In fact, let's go take a look at the chart real quick. Let's go take a look and see when Bitcoin, because a lot of people think that when Coins get delisted. It's the end of the world or, you know, it's over with. Um, let's see. Hold on real quick. Let me see. Um, here we go. So what we're going to go, we're going to slide back to around that time where Bitcoin SV got dumped. Let's go to a weekly. When was that? When did, when did uh, let me see. Damn, they don't even have it anymore on uh 
can't see it no more on Binance. When did they dump it on Binance? Because it went down maybe to about 80 bucks, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see, Bitfinex. That had to be around this time right here, around April. Came down around 50 bucks. This thing was trading at $50 and then pumped. Came up. And I was hesitant on it. I'm not going to lie. I didn't move on it. You know what I mean? Just to be honest with you. I myself didn't move. Now, since then, I have moved and I've been trading it since it's found its highest, found its floor. Um, a former support around $178, as you can see. And we do have a ceiling coming in around 236 bucks. You know, then you got a mid-level of support slash resistance right here around 213. So all these can be utilized and traded. Uh, not even that. You can easily get in here and scalp. Hold on. You can get in here and, and, and scalp like crazy, just to be honest with you. If you know what you're doing. Give me one second. So it says now Chainlink is another one that's been going like stupid crazy. Let's look at Link real quick. We can actually look on them at let's look at them on Binance. We can see Chainlink was trading at a price of about thirty six cents back in February up until March, and actually up until around the end of April, Chainlink was under a dollar. Now it didn't cross a dollar until what June tenth. Roughly the beginning of last month, and went as high as four fifty. So we can see just from individuals being able to get in early on this one, uh, increase of what seven hundred to eight hundred. Right now, still holding gains of six hundred and seventy nine percent. You know what I'm saying? I mean, where else are you getting returns like this in a legit way? And not bullshit scams, you know what I mean? This isn't cracking cards, this isn't dropping checks, this ain't none of that. This is you learning to, to trade digital assets versus other cryptocurrency or foreign currencies or your own fiat currency and being able to take a monetary gain or value from it. You understand what I mean? Or just grow the accounting of digital assets that you hold. As some of those are not even currencies or monies, they're just digital assets. You understand what I mean? So, I mean, the amount of possibilities in this space and i'm talking about the gains for those that say you know it's hard to get over the hump i mean we spend all day on the computer anyways computer tablet phone whatever the case may be looking at meaningless shit why not sit here and, and read something that's really got some value to it that actually put some some food in your belly you know what i mean some clothes on your back other than i'll be honest with y'all i don't watch sports i don't really pay attention to entertainment all that shit be going on distractions Actually, ain't putting no food in your stomach. I couldn't tell you to start in the lineup of 19, not one. But I can tell you the top 10 cryptocurrencies. And be, 
because I know the top 10 cryptocurrencies. I know the market fluctuation of those top cryptocurrencies. And from me knowing the market fluctuation of those top cryptocurrencies, I'm able to come in and trade off the fluctuation of those cryptocurrencies and able to put food on the table. Me knowing the starting lineup really ain't going to do shit for me. You understand what I mean? Me knowing the top song in the country ain't going to do a damn thing for me. We got to understand and understand what we're putting our mind to. We talk about, you know, how fucked up it is and, you know, it's messed up out here. We can't get over the hump. But you got to sit back and, and really, really realize what you spend the majority of your time actually doing. I'm going to tell you something. You could be busy doing nothing. Pay attention to that. And I'm going to show y'all something also, though, because there's another. Is it Bit7? It ain't Bit7. Uh, hold on. There's another platform I'm going to uh, put y'all up on also. For those that are into sports, because there's something for everybody here. You understand what I mean? So let me find this real quick. But, uh, you know, the time you the time you spend, even scrolling through Facebook, sometimes I catch myself, look up 15 minutes and blew by. That's when I come over here, sit on the computer and be like, nah, I'm about to read some shit about crypto. I'm going to see what the next next incoming DeFi uh, platform is. You understand what I mean? I, I, I discipline myself and catch myself when I'm doing things that I know are not productive to me or my surroundings. You understand what I mean? That's how you got to think. You got to be able to, to serve yourself, your community, and your nation as a whole, whichever nation that is. And I'm not speaking U.S. or none of that. I'm talking about whatever um, demographic or organizational um, circle you come from. If you are playing any type of role within that circle, you're supposed to be able to, to, to better not just yourself, but those within your uh, some circumference also. You can't do that if everybody's sitting back watching videos all day waiting for a dollar to come to them. The shit I do, dollars come to it. You understand what I mean? It used to be a time where you used to have to chase money. But then when you get into, um, you know, dealing with actual tangible and non-tangible assets, things that have a value or an appreciation over time, what you start seeing in all actuality is money chasing you. Because now you have something that individuals need to spend money in order to get. Not so much as a product. I mean something that continues to grow in, in, in price range. Whereas... We'll, we'll use a TV, for instance. You're not going to go buy a TV. I don't care how big it is, how special it is, how much updated it is. You're not going to go buy a TV from the store, and then when you bring it home, you know, as you hold it over the next couple of weeks, months, years, it grows in value to whereas people are going to give you more money for it than it was when you bought it. It's just not going to happen. And, you know, it happens in the world of stocks, derivatives, commodities, um, options, um, and a couple of other markets. But... The fact of the matter is that when you learn those markets, it really gives you a better understanding of the value. What is what's the word I'm looking for? Value over uh, spending value almost or value over assets and liabilities, really, because a lot of us spend a lot of money on uh, liabilities, not even understanding that we if you sit back and really add up your net worth, a lot of us don't have anything. You know, the items that we have. Do not hold the same or less of a value than they did when we had it. That's a liability. You understand what I mean? I'm trying to find this. Uh, they got a uh, betting um, platform you can use also. I was going to show to individuals. I'll find it later on. But real interesting platform, though, um, where you could bet on the games and all that if that's what you choose to do. You know what I mean? Couldn't find it, though. I'll find it later on. But let's get into the story, rest of the story. Uh, what do we leave off at? 
Ah, okay. BSV is mainly backed by a cult of personality around someone who was claimed to be a Bitcoin creator, Satoshi Nakamoto, but never been able to prove. In fact, many in the crypto space have referred to him as an outright fraud or scam artist. And they're speaking on uh, Craig Grant, who is currently in front of the United States government, um, pleading his case that he is Satoshi Nakamoto, meaning that he is the creator of... Um, Meaning he is the creator of crypto uh, Bitcoin specifically. That's what he's claiming to be. Um, and his coin is the BSV coin. Now, originally it was a hard fork of a hard fork. Meaning that out of Bitcoin came Bitcoin Cash. And then out of Bitcoin Cash came Bitcoin SV and Bitcoin ABC. So you got Bitcoin, which I forgot what the ABC for stands for. Then you got Bitcoin SV, which is Bitcoin Satoshi's vision. Um, and that's what's been, I'm talking about really, really, really been moving when people laughed it off. You understand what I mean? Now, could it be market manipulation? Of course it could. You know, everything is market manipulation. On down to your gas, to the shoes you buy, Nike, uh, anything. It's all market manipulation. They play with the numbers. I've shown y'all that on my page plenty of times where I show you certain items cost a, a certain denomination of Federal Reserve notes at one store or a certain unit of measurement of uh, financial measurement at one store. Then you go to another store and it's a totally different uh financial measurement uh financial unit of measurement you understand what i mean it could be 240 at one store and 190 at another 150 at another and you're like damn what same item though same company so it makes you think who makes these prices and are these prices even um man, i'll leave that shit alone but getting off into the crypto space now on the other hand right link is a token associated with the project attempting to solve ethereum's oracle problem if you don't understand what an oracle is an oracle actually gives outlooks on different price actions they use them when they're utilizing um contracts when you're trading perpetual contracts or anything that is going off of spot prices of a bunch of different uh exchange markets a lot of the DeFi protocols that we utilize um use oracles in order to tell them what the price of certain certain um assets on their platforms are um so it goes on to say link would not have been considered a major crypto asset at the beginning of the year but the token is up 839 percent against the u.s dollar so far so when they say against the u.s dollar you got to really understand that the u.s dollar itself also has a um a value against other world currencies so let's take a look at usd versus what the euro which is the main currency we're, we're usually up against. So this is the U.S. dollar versus the euro. And you can see the U.S. dollar is only trading at 88 cents versus the euro. Well, if we go back, let's go back and look at a monthly, right? And this is how you really look at uh, price action. This is how you look at, at market manipulation, the whole nine yards. So this right here is 2000, right? 2001, 2002. The market came down. I mean, like, man, y'all got to pay attention to this type of stuff. At this point, the dollar had a buying power of one dollar and twenty, one dollar one dollar twenty cent versus the uh, euro. Came down, we met a bounce right here, right? Oh three, fell down. What is oh four? That's nasty. Now this right here, right? Oh five going into oh six. Anybody remember the financial? What was that? Two thousand and eight, two thousand and seven. Where everything like really, really went to shit. We was already going to shit, but it really went to shit when all the banks had to be bailed out by the taxpayers. What happened after that? Coming into 2009, what happened? The, um, what was it? Obama introduced the stimulus package to stimulate the economy, right? And what do we have happening? The dollar starts to pick back up. Now, this is 2015. Now this is 2017, and we see what's happening with the dollar again. It's losing its momentum. 
Now, this right here is actually a, a perfect segue into this story, which I think I'm going to do. Well, now, let's finish off the link, and then we'll segue into that story. Um, it goes on to say, uh, Link would not have been considered a major crypto asset at the beginning of the year, but it's up over 839% against the U.S. dollar, according to CoinMarketCap. Uh, the Oracle problem is basically, uh, okay, that's what we, we forgot to go to. Now we're going get, to get into the uh, actual Oracle pro uh, part of the uh, story. The Oracle problem is basically the smart contracting platforms like Ethereum that have no knowledge of real-world data. This effectively means that, for example, a smart contract where two Ethereum users bet some Ethereum on the outcome of a sporting event will involve a trusted third party to decide who won the bet after the event is over. Chainlink's solution to the Oracle problem involves the use of a decentralized network of oracles to lower the risk associated with, the, with placing trust in a single third party. After all, one of the key tenets of this technology is that trusted third parties are security holes and should be avoided at all costs. Basically stating, basically stating that, in a sense... Um, the whole reason for, well, I'm going to not say the whole reason, but one of the reasons for the, uh, uh, the evolution of cryptocurrency was to take the power of commercial transactions out of the hands of third parties, counterparties, middlemen, and put them back in the hands of the people so that you didn't, didn't need a third party in order to transact value, um, transfer wealth. Uh, while Chainlink uses the mechanisms like collateral reputation to improve the reliability of oracles in the system, it may not solve the oracle problem in its entirety. As that is the question that can only be answered after the project has operated in the wild for an extended period of time. It's possible that something like Augur or Bitcoin have mine may, have, may be necessary to provide sufficiently decentralized network of oracles. Um, the link token is used in the Chainlink network for activities such as paying for data, putting up collateral. This economic model attempts to create the proper incentives for Link's value to rise as more entities come into the network to provide oracle services. While this model appears to make sense at first glance, it's unclear if the additional link token is necessary. Much like how Uniswap eventually launched a decentralized exchange network on Ethereum without a native token, a similar situation could occur with Chainlink. There are already other solutions, such as discrete log contracts, which exist in the wild and aim to solve the Oracle problem in a different way, without the need for something like Link. While Link has been the darling of the crypto asset market in 2019, it's important to remember that these sorts of coins can fall just as fast as they rise, especially when they rise as fast as Link had this year. As one antidote regarding the high level of speculation that likely exists in the Link market, it should be pointed out that the subreddit about trading Link has more subscribers than the project's main subreddit. However, a Twitter user pointed out that the subreddit for link price speculation existed months before the main chain link subreddit was created, which means network effects are likely at play there as well. Buying this coin today may not be too dissimilar from playing the slot machines at the casino. Basically, you're gambling with your money if you just go out and buy chain link. Um, anyone who decides to speculate on chain on link should only do so with money they can afford to lose, which you should only do with anything you do in the cryptocurrency space or any type of investments. Um, let me see this art update, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's just an update. So basically what they're talking about, man, we go look and take a look at Chainlink. USD on Coinbase. Just listen on Coinbase. Might get a nice little pump out of it. So this is just listen on Coin. Oh, this is a monthly. Go back weekly, daily, four hours. 
There we go. Now let's see if we can make any sense about this price action with Link real quick. Let's see if it follows any type of uh, rules or patterns. Let's see. We can start with a swing low, swing high. Ah, well, yeah. I mean, look at it. Swing low to swing high. Two, three, six. Um, retracement. Come back up. Test the six one eight. Find support at the three eight two. Break through the 50, consolidate on the 50% retracement level, break back down to the 382, come back up and find resistance at the 50% retracement, which is at $3.61. Real simple. Right now you're trading at 362. What you got to do is break the 50% retracement in order to continue on to the 618, which is at 396. Like, it's just really simple once you learn it. All it is is breaking barriers, bounds and barriers, and you got a fight going on between the bulls and the bears. It's really psychological when you look at it, and if you play it out like a game in your mind or like a movie or something, it'll make a lot more sense. But you got to understand the market manipulation, circulation, volatility, um, just market movement. You understand what I mean? Understand what these candlesticks mean. Understand what the moving averages mean, because I could put on a couple of different indicators, oscillators on here. Let's see. In fact, let's get rid of these fibs. Let me get my, let's go to favorites, EMA fibs. Here we go. We can slide those on. Now, you're not going to see them too much on a chart that says newest chain link. But if we come back and we take a look at something like, um, let's see, look at the Bitcoin futures, right? Break them down to a daily. Get rid of all the chop and just look at the moving averages. You can see how it tests or rise moving averages, which are treated as support and resistance lines also. Stokes about to cross over on the, uh, to the upside. You're coming out of uh, positive momentum on the MACD, which is your moving average conversions divergence. And you're about to have a bearish crossover of the MACD and the signal line. Could be. It could bounce off and continue on to the upside, though. You know. But getting off into the next story, as we don't want to get too caught up. Buy Bitcoin is the question. Trump says the U.S. should match China's money printing game. Right? So this is what they're stating. The United States president, and always remember that all these stories aren't U.S.-based. So when they speak on different countries, they're speaking on them from an outside uh, look. So the United States president, Donald Trump, has proposed the U.S. should match Chinese and European currency manipulation, sparking a dip in the greenback's value. As the dollar does have a value, it's not worth the dollar that it's printed on. For those that are in Chicago, um, I mean, we could remember back in 1996, you used to be able to get four bags of chips for a dollar, right? As time went on, you could only get three bags of chips for a dollar. Then it was two bags of chips for a dollar. Now, hell, I go in some grocery stores, you get a bag of Funyuns, 25-cent bag of Funyuns, it's $1.19. So one would think that the price or the value of the chips are going up. That's not so. It's the value of the instrument in which you're constructing or orchestrating or um, trading with, you know, doing a transaction with. The instrument has lost so much value that you cannot buy the same amount of chips as you once could when it held more value at one time. So... Hold on real quick. Make sure that ain't. Okay, that's my man's. So you got to understand that about the dollar. It's a financial instrument. So it goes on to say, um, the president shared his thoughts in a tweet published on July 3rd. Let's see if we can see the actual tweet, though. 
Okay, so we're going to Twitter. We're going to Donald, uh, Donald Trump's uh, Twitter page. China and Europe playing big currency manipulation game and pumping money into their system in order to compete with USA. We should match or continue being the dummies who sit back and politely watch as other countries continue to play their games as they have for many years. So one hell of a statement right here. I hope people catch it, you know what I'm saying, and don't let it go through one ear and out the other about what's going on, not just within the U.S., but around the world and how they play this game with this thing that we call money, which is really welfare paper used by the peasants. Um, true wealthy and, and quote-unquote the kings or heirs, they don't use uh, dollars like not how y'all think, man. It's not. I'm telling y'all, this shit does not work how we think it works. This system does not work how we think it works. Dollars is just a financial measurement. It's just a measurement. That's it. Individuals that got millions and billions of dollars, they do not have millions and billions of fucking $100 bills sitting somewhere in the bank like Scrooge McDuck. That's not how the real world works. Everything is just a checks and balance system. Anyways, the renewed attack comes despite the fact that Trump administration formally stopped short of accusing China of devaluing its currency to gain unfair trade advantages just, just two months ago. On crypto Twitter and Reddit alike, commentators were quick to note that in light of this race to the bottom monetary policy, Trump's tweet is just about tantamount to a direct order to buy Bitcoin. Trump Fed board nominee Judy Sheldon had tweeted just the preceding day that she would strive to support the U.S. pro-growth economic advanda, uh, excuse me, agenda with the appropriate monetary value policy. In a tweet published July 3rd, eToro analyst Matty Greenspan affirmed his belief that the influence of the macroeconomic trends on Bitcoin is already a reality, stating, my understanding is that central bank policy is the biggest driver of all markets, including crypto. The president's provo provocation um, sent new waves through Europe, with one foreign exchange strategy expert telling CNBC that he fears the administration could slap countervailing tariffs on the European auto sector, justifying it as a response to what the Commerce Department deems to be certain countries' artificial currency depreciation. Understand the words that just came out of my mouth and that we just read. Countries' artificial currency depreciation. Other currency strategies have remarked on the unexpected timing of the renewed attack on China's currency policy, arguing that yen has not apparently been manipulated for the past couple of years. With politicians weaponizing, once again, with politicians weaponizing national fiat currencies to gain the upper hand in trade, which is what you're supposed to be doing, but you don't because you're traded off. Um, the argument for crypto as a safe haven asset appears more robust than ever. In remarks earlier this year, Morgan Creek Digital Asset co-founder Anthony Pompliano predicted Bitcoin would hit 100000 by the end of 2021, citing the current climate of global instability as a major drive factor. How many individuals right now, if they bought Bitcoin at $11,000, would sell it off for 100000 Federal Reserve notes when it hit $100,000? How many? Be honest, how many of y'all would sell it for 100000 bucks? Now, getting into the next story. A Brazilian bank plans to use Tezos, right? In fact, let me stop real quick. Let me slow down. I haven't checked out any comments, see if we had any questions at all. Once again, I want everyone to know that when I am going through these uh, stories, I cannot see any comments or questions that come through. So I'm going to come through one time. I'm going to read through, see if I got anybody. Uh, oh, you know what? Let me um, also do this. I forgot. Let me. 
make that public. There we go. Brother Pete, Miss Kathy, Brother Tim, Brother Marlon, Miss Camacho. I'd shave. <laughs> right. And that's what you're supposed to do. Of course, shave a little. Of course. But don't give something of value away for something that has absolutely no value. You get what I'm saying? Miss Dark, Miss Harkness, how we doing? What's going on? That, that's, that's the real estate queen right there, if y'all don't know. Exactly. Recession, Brother Kelly. Which, which is what we're, in my opinion, in right now or going into if anybody pays attention. Um, but yeah, you're never supposed to sell something of value for something of no value all the way because now all you're going to have to do is go back and buy it at a higher value. Think of it like this. Think about people that bought Bitcoin at 3000 and sold it for 11000 All they're going to have to do is come back and buy it for 14000 15000 20000 thus coming out of their pocket to gain more of it. Why not get it manipulated? Not manipulated. Why not get it and utilize it to earn more Bitcoins? I'll show y'all a lot of ways you can earn Bitcoin through shopping, through watching videos. Uh, where you can spend bitcoins and get discounts. I mean, it's a new money matrix out here, and we got to learn to get integrated. Um, moving on to the next story. This one's on Tezos. Real interesting that they came out with this story today, and I actually uh, did, well, on the 4th, and I actually did a call on Tezos in one of my groups about two days ago, if I'm not mistaken. Real nice call on Tezos. Um, yeah, let's get off into the story. A Brazilian bank plans to use Tezos blockchain for security token offerings worth $1 billion. Dollars. Remember, this is just a uh, unit of financial measurement. It's different in different countries. So one billion U.S. is something different in Euro, something different in JPY, something different in Russian ruble, something different in Nigerian Nari. Different. Um, BTG Pacto, Brazil's fifth largest bank, plans to utilize the Tezos blockchain for security token offerings potentially worth one billion dollars. For the effort, BTG also, Brazil's largest standalone investment bank will team with Dubai-based asset manager Dama Capital. In a press release published Wednesday, the two firms said they would use the Tezos network for the sale of digital securities to address a deal pipeline in excess of $1 billion for existing and prospective token issuances. The deal includes the rights uh, the red BZ tokenized property offering announced in February and would further cover a variety of traditional and alternative investments, they noted. The company said, utilizing Tezos, a self-implementing blockchain and smart contracts platform will encourage BTG, Pacbo, and Dharma Capital to enhance their digital efforts by transacting in digital assets. Since the announcement earlier this year, the right BZ STO, which used an Ethereum-based token, and once again, we got Ethereum coming through for the use case as damn near 80% of the whole market out there is ERC-20 tokens. So understand that when you think about the value of what Ethereum is and what it has to be used for and how much value it holds. It holds the value to create not just other digital tokens, STO tokens, um, all type of tokens. So that's one of the values, first and foremost, that Ethereum has on top of the whole fact that the decentralized finance space is being built on top of its back. While the bank remains protocol, while the, while the bank remains protocol and technology agnostic and will continue to utilize the Ethereum protocol, we see Tezos as a global player with a robust blockchain for asset tokenization, said Andre Portillo, a BTG partner who heads the STO initiative. And I shared um, earlier this rising that the um, you know, financial freedom and the monetary revolution will not be televised, but it will be digitized and tokenized. These are the facts. They're, they're tokenizing everything from time down to human beings. And I've showed y'all all of that right here on this very platform. Um, we see Tezos as one of the critical protocols for the burgeoning STO market and look forward to securing future deal flow on the Tezos blockchain, said Zachary Caffetti, Dharma Capital CEO. 
Tim Draper, CEO and founder of Draper Associates, which holds a stake in Tezos, said, We are excited to see BTG packed on Valma Capital making use of the Tezos blockchain. We are believers in the Tezos project and see a strong use case for security tokens. Let's go take a look real quick and see how Tezos is actually trading right now. Let's see. What do we want to look at it? We'll see versus the dollar on cracking. Very nice, up to a dollar twenty-four. Very nice call. Let me check something real quick. Make sure we don't have any questions, any comments. Okay, we're still up in our positions, twenty plus. And the interesting thing about Tezos, real interesting in fact, there's a decentralized platform that I utilize, right? Um, hold on, let me see. Cool. There's a decentralized platform that I utilize called Synthetics. And on Synthetics, they just added the Tezos, um, man, not even a couple of days ago. Let me see. About three days ago, they added uh, Tezos, Tron. And a couple of other platforms. Let me see if I can get it uh, pulled up here. Now, this is a decentralized platform, meaning you have to have a Web3 integrator um, being, um, well, they give you a couple of options. MetaMask, you can utilize this through the Trust Wallet also, as the Trust Wallet is a mobile Web3 integrator. Let me see. Let me make sure I'm opened up over here. Uh, let's slide down. So this is a synthetics exchange. Let's go and open up our app. So automatically it's going to ask me to contract with it. Please connect your wallet. I'm connecting a Web3 integrator right now where you can use MetaMask, your Trezor, or your Ledger wallet. You come through. We look at our sense, right? Show all. Well, hold on. And we can see we have inverse BNB, inverse Ethereum, and inverse Bitcoin in case you want to short any one of the three. You also have synthetic Tezos, synthetic Tron, synthetic Maker, synthetic BNB, synthetic Ethereum, synthetic BTC. You also have synthetic gold, synthetic silver, synthetic United States dollar, synthetic euro, synthetic Japanese uh, yen, synthetic Aussie dollar, Great Britain pound, uh, Korean uh, won, and a couple of other uh, foreign exchange currencies that you're able to trade, much like the Forex market, though you're doing it over here in a decentralized form, utilizing ERC-20 tokens and S or Sense, what they call Sense or synthetic forms of the uh, prior version. So let's real quick take a look at XTZ, right? Let's go into pro mode. Ah, okay. Uh, let's see. Versus versus synthetic United States dollar. Here we go. This is Tiz versus the dollar. Trading at dollar uh, twenty five right now.
Mr. Reku. So yeah, Tesla's a, a real interesting project. We see what they're doing with it. You know, and something you may want to pay attention to. You know, the banks are utilizing it. Did we finish the story? I don't think so, but I'll leave off at. Okay. Um, it goes on to say, utilizing Tesla as a self-amended project and smart contracts platform will encourage BTG Pactful packed on Dalma Capital to enhance their digital efforts by, by uh, digitization efforts by transacting their digital assets. Since the announcement earlier this year, the right BZ STO, which uses an Ethereum-based token, has launched and on our red dad, Dalma Capital's efforts, book running, further expects to use Tezos, and further expects to use Tezos for a number of asset tokenization projects from real estate to sports clubs. We see Tezos as one of the critical protocols for the burgeoning STO market and look forward to securing future deal flow on the Tezos blockchain. Tim Draper, CEO, blah, blah, blah. We are believers of the project and see a strong use case for security tokens. And a security token is just a token that has an actual, um, it's almost like secured credit where you have an actual asset backing the, the uh, token. That's what makes it a security. So um, what's the last story that we had coming in? What do we have? Did we even find a story over here? I think I had a story on Doge over here, which I really don't care about too much, though we could go over if the people wanted to. Ain't nothing serious, though. In fact, nah, we went through enough already. It's already been an hour. Let me go ahead and get to the uh, top 20 coins real quick and end this. I got a couple consultations I got to do today as it is Financial Fridays. Let's see what we got right here. So look at the market cap. Already we're down, we're down a couple billion. Right now we got a circulating market cap of $318,402,600,890. We got a 24-hour volume of $25,213,544,325. BTC dominance right now is still at a 62.45%. Still at a 62.44%. So BTC dominance is still high. Now, family, what we've done, for those that may be new to the show, we just went through our first half. A coffee and crypto where we go through the news, crypto news. Now we're getting into our second half where we look at the top 20 coins. Biggest gainers, biggest losers. And if time permits, we also do a little bit of uh, chart analysis and coin requests from those out there viewing. Do we got any questions or comments before moving forward? Any questions or comments before moving forward? Let me check the chats. Because I haven't checked them in about 10, 15 minutes. You got the right idea. Everyone smash the like button. Please hit the like button. Share, share, share if you can. If you can, share this out. Hey, what's crazy, the four, the four has been following me for the longest, right? I got eight watching and four likes. That's 444 right there. Slick shit. Um, anyways, what's going on? Joe Dilla, 2009, the twins. Brother Hill, Brother Parks. So we got checking in over here on the uh, Facebook side of things. Before we go into the next half, last half of the show, let me see who I got checking in on Facebook. Seems like it might not let me look. Something's going on. Let me see. I may just continue on with the show then. Give me one second. Oh, 
also, anybody interested in mining, holler at Joshua Coleman. You talk to Joshua Coleman if you're interested in any type of mining. All right? Uh, let me see.